Hey everyone, welcome back to the Arafans UK episode review podcast. I'm your host Bradley, joined as always by my co-host Corey. Hello Corey. Hey everyone. This week we're talking about episode 18. It was called Disbanded. Corey, what do you think? I think this is probably... Perhaps the first Arrow episode ever that I've really struggled to kind of form a coherent sort of opinion on. Um, and I can't really pinpoint why. I think last week um, we got an episode which was quite bold in some of the stuff it did. Um, and a lot of it felt pretty dark territory even for Arrow, whereas this week... Don't get me wrong. I did. I genuinely enjoyed the episode, and um, I'd, I'd probably rank it above the sort of solid but not spectacular episodes we've had quite often this season. It's kind of in the sort of no man's land between those episodes and the really good ones. But anyway, it. I think it it felt a bit more run of the mill, and I think perhaps a fair bit of the content in there felt ground we've kind of covered plenty of times before um for example the oliver kind of shot himself off question is questioning his methods and everything which yeah don't get me wrong was an understandable consequence of last week but we also got the stuff about saving his soul and i feel like we've kind of had that from plenty of characters in the past and um i'd say arguably the the Bratford kind of dispute we got in the end felt a little bit contrived and a little bit forced. And but yeah, I think that's that's probably a little bit harsh. But anyway, I think yeah, it's a difficult episode to kind of form an opinion on. But I enjoyed it, and um, yeah, I I guess that's the main thing really. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it, but I think I I don't think it was necessary. It was definitely not as good as um last week's episode, which I will still not try and pronounce because I'll get it wrong. Um, but it, I, th- I think what's notable in comparison, if, if you look at the two episodes, obviously you mentioned that 17 was really dark, um, really gritty, really uh, psychological. And 18 here was, with a couple of exceptions, notably the end, which was well, maybe we'll come to, but apart from a couple of notable scenes, it was mostly more dour than it was dark, I would say. And I think... I don't know whether Arrow was... I feel like Arrow got a little bit lost in the distinction between the two. Because um, it was very much... Uh, Oliver is is moping for half an episode. But it was also mixed with Oliver being actively angry and obviously enlisting the brother to kill... Um, uh, Prometheus. So it was a very weird mix in that sense. Uh, like you said, it kind of did cover ground we've seen before. Oliver doubting himself, not wanting to take on this identity anymore. And I think despite that, the way they handled it was pretty solid. I would agree that the, the Bratva conflict was quite contrived. Uh, and sort of in terms of what I enjoy watching about the show, seeing Oliver and Anatoly go head to head and have this conflict was not something I enjoyed watching because they're so much better when they're friends. Um, and and it because I didn't feel like there was a necessarily great 
basis for them to be fighting, I felt that worked less than it might have done. Um, but yeah, I think kind of describing this as a middling sort of no man's land episode is is quite right. It wasn't bad, I wouldn't say, but I also don't think it was sort of anything spectacular. Yeah, I I think that's spot on. Um, it yeah, it just well, I'd say say perhaps one of the reasons it it, it could have kind of been down to that was. Um, I think 16 and 17, we got a hell of a lot of um, chase when I think every time you kind of have Josh Shigara about, he kind of elevates the show somewhat with his scenes and um, he's obviously used a bit more sparingly this time. And, um, you know, it, it could have even been that to an extent. But, but, but yeah, I think, like you say, it, it was a decent enough episode. Um, and I, I think your point about it kind of being a bit of a strange mix is spot on as well. It did feel kind of muddled. Um, and I don't know, it was almost an episode which kind of felt like perhaps if it had had another polish, you know, perhaps the, the script had just been sharpened out a bit, then, um, you know, a few of those issues may have been solved. Yeah, I think part of what's kind of rattling around my brain, and I can't think of a, a great way to articulate it, but... Um, it did see it felt <coughs> it felt very unfocused at times it felt it felt just more like it was sort of running along and, and being there rather than sort of going towards anything in particular and i think that can work and I, but it just felt like we were not going through the motions but just enduring what it was it was trying to do and not really, I I don't think I felt like I knew where the show was going to go, and not in the sense that, it, you know, obviously I don't really want to be able to predict the plot twist and all of that, but it didn't feel like the show was really able to get across what it was trying to attempt, trying to achieve in the long run, and I and I think that made it difficult to really enjoy. Yeah, I, I I would say that's fair. Um, there are, I, I do kind of feel you get you get kind of two sorts of that. There's the, the kind of um, you you don't know where where something's going, in a good sort of sense because you know they're kind of throwing all sorts of twists at you and um, you know essentially you see stuff and you you just can't call it. And then I think there's others which probably come down to a bit of a lack of direction and it kind of just drifts um and yeah that's that's obviously not not as good a watch um where it, it kind of i don't want to say it kind of feels as if the episode's making it up as it goes along because i, I don't think that's fair but it just kind of feels that well i guess it's direction there doesn't feel the there's a sharp direction to it and um it's just kind of trotting along really and yeah it's just i i think yeah it's just harder to enjoy that sort of um not knowing where a show's going i don't think that's a particularly unfair criticism i think part of part of what i was kind of trying to get at was um as you said probably better than me was that it, it, it didn't 
sort of the the Anatoly scenes in particular, they keep going, and it felt like okay, this should be the last one, but it's not going to be, is it? And it, it at no point did I feel the episode was going. To, I didn't feel confident in the episode going like i didn't think it was going to resolve itself and i don't think the episode felt confident in itself to resolve it and i think that that just made it a weird episode and one that like you said is just in the middle it's not bad it's not great it's just it's just kind of there yeah i think it you know i think when when all is said and done and um we've obviously kind of said this a fair bit I think probably this season but when we get to May this isn't an episode I'm really going to remember all that much assuming obviously the episodes which follow are good is it's just it's kind of in an awkward position as well is it's had two very good episodes come before it and then um I don't know hopefully there'll be, be some others next week um it I guess it, it. I guess obviously it did inv- advance the plot in a few ways, but for for an episode which kind of had some major plot points, it almost felt a bit fillerish. Perhaps if I don't know if that that's fair, but it quite. I, I think the big episodes this season have obviously felt a cut above, whereas this week, despite obviously everyone knowing now that Chase is Prometheus. Um, it just it didn't really have that kind of quality to it, I guess. I think actually that's a reasonable criticism, one I hadn't really thought about, because aside, you know, obviously, sort of within the first fifteen minutes, um, uh, Adrian gets shot when the Bratford try to kill him, and then he goes into hiding for half the episode. Obviously, he comes back at the end; he's coming back every every, and and obviously by that point, everyone knows that he's Prometheus. And you've got the whole Felicity thing going on on the side. But it's the the Oliver and uh, Anatoly stuff that does make it look, feel like the, the show is spinning its wheels a little bit and just trying to fill time. And I know that obviously there was more to it than that. You've got Diggle trying to convince Oliver to come back. Oliver still just wanting to be down this dark road. Keep Diggle and Felicity and everyone away from that. He doesn't want to be the hood, etc., 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 but it did just feel a little bit like, okay, we've got a stall here to let everything else catch up. Yeah, I, I think I think that that's definitely fair. Yeah. So let's let's talk about it specifically. Um, I I think that's p- partly what's annoying about this episode is that it had some really good stuff in it. So yes, Oliver has been down this road more times than I can remember, where he doesn't want to be the Green Arrow because of whatever reason and in this one i think the reason is entirely fair and i think stephen amell was pretty great at portraying oliver's uh his desolation i again i just feel like the execution of this was a bit i i don't know what the word for it. i, I kind of want to say tiring it, it felt just I, I don't know i i don't know cory <laughs> i think um I, I i think in a sense it it perhaps went round in circles a bit as we had you know there there were a few scenes with 
Diggle and Oliver basically having a chat and you know they they probably were the same discussion essentially each time and um probably in a sense perhaps it's it's not so much the case of them doing this sort of thing this week but because they've had Oliver in this kind of position a few times before when you do it yet again it just doesn't have that sort of impact it doesn't feel new territory and it just kind of feels quite labored and um yeah it it just there's not a whole lot new you can do about do with um do with it so i don't know that that could have been an issue but um yeah i think i think like you say the execution didn't quite land i think Stephen amell was very good at um portraying oliver just you know with the life kind of sucked out of him he was very convincing with that but I guess, whereas he had some really good material last week, he perhaps just didn't have the same level of um, stuff in the script this week to um, kind of match his performance. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, you know, Amel, like I keep saying, he is so much better when he gets the really dark, depressing stuff to do. So like last week where he's got to be completely beaten down and uh, being tortured by Prometheus, he can do that really well. And this week, he can do really well where Oliver is just so down that he doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to be the Green Arrow. He just is focused on killing Chase, and that's about it. He's really great at that, but I would agree that the material wasn't quite there um, this week. It did, I would agree, it did feel like we were kind of going around in circles. Every time, it, it felt like the same sequence of events every single time. It was Diggle trying to convince Oliver to come back. Oliver getting Anatoly to kill Chase. Anatoly trying to kill Chase. Diggle and the rest of the team interfering. Anatoly getting annoyed at Oliver. Diggle getting annoyed at Oliver. Rinse, repeat. That that was the cycle. And it happened, I think, twice. That the Twice or three times. Um, it, it happened a couple of times at least. Um, and it just... It, it did feel very much like it was going around in circles. And that Arrow's done that sort of thing before, but I think it's managed to disguise it. And this time, I don't think it could. No, I, I, I'd agree. I, I don't think it managed to. And yeah, it, it probably just comes down to the material, really. I think perhaps if they'd had more interesting material... And even if they'd still been going round in cycles with that, then it, it could have perhaps pulled it off. But I think, as we said, the stuff of Anatoly and the brother was um, pretty, pretty contrived. It it felt quite a forced conflict. Um, and I don't think that helps. Is you, You're kind of aware of that when you're watching. It's not a sort of... Not a sort of conflict you can really get behind whereas there's been others which um the show's kind of sold really well um so yeah that that's probably a factor and as as you kind of said earlier if I, uh, you don't you don't want oliver and them um, i totally at one another's throats you want them as um best chums really so uh, that's probably a factor too um so yeah i think i think it just comes down to the material they 
and probably also if you're comparing this episode to the last couple it definitely feels a step down in that regard as well yeah i i would agree um let's let's talk quickly about i, I do want to mention anatoly and, and that conflict but um let's talk quickly about diggle uh getting oliver out of this this rut uh was that earned i i think i'm prob i i don't really feel i was that sold on it i think the i think the half the issue was like as we've just said because it just it felt like it was going around in circles so much and it felt like we had the same scene a few times um it, it just just probably i perhaps wasn't as engaged in the story as i could have been to really be able to get behind it um so yeah i'm, I'm kind of on the fence at best with that one i'd say I like how I like sort of the approach they took with Diggle essentially telling Oliver what he told Diggle um, earlier in the season about uh, working to become the man who does deserve to be the Green Arrow. I like that approach, but like you said, it it kind of got hard to be interested in it by that point. But also, it I don't know, there was something about it that just felt a little bit cheap and a little bit like, okay. We're two-thirds of the way through the episode. We need to break Oliver out of this now. Here we go. It, that, that is what it felt like to me. And I know I know it was more than that. And yet I could, cannot shake the feeling that that's all it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think um, I think it's something that they, they could have afforded to just drag out a little bit longer. Um it just, yeah, like you say, it, it did kind of feel like it was kind of flick a switch sort of thing. Um, and again, perhaps if they had looked at the script a bit and hadn't kind of gone around in circles as they had and just tried to do more. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of losing my words there because the, the, the overriding thought, I guess, I've kind of got is we got some very big heavy stuff last week um so i think the show could i understand why they didn't but it certainly could have afforded to just let that play out a little bit longer it kind of reminds me of back in season three where you had oliver join the league and it was essentially for about two episodes which i understood because it was at, at the end of the season but here if they'd really dragged that out a bit more they could have um done some pretty effective interesting stuff with it and you know when Oliver eventually gets his mojo back I guess it could have felt more earned. Well that's gonna be my next question obviously he's still not he says at the end he's still not ready to go back to the the costume um and he, he, but he's back on Team Arrow essentially. My next question was going to be could they have extended this to the next episode or a couple of episodes rather than as we as we kind of predicted last week, bringing him back into the fold by the end of the episode after he is completely psychologically dismantled. Yeah, I mean, I I think it, that to do something like that, um, and yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure they could have paced it accordingly. Um, like I say, I, I understand why they didn't do it, and. Um, you know they they've not done 
that sort of thing in the past. So I understand why they didn't do it here. But at the same time, I feel the story they're telling this year and everything, it would, it just would have been better to take that approach, I feel. Like perhaps this week not have the Anatoly stuff. Um, kind of, you know, fair enough. They could have perhaps brought that in at another episode. But, yeah, it's kind of an awkward one. I'd say perhaps if we were a few episodes back, say if this was... I don't know, episode 14 or something, then you've got a little bit longer to play with. And I don't know, you could have him suit back up again by episode 18 or 19. That's a fair bit of time for him to stew, um, to kind of really show us how it's affected him. And, you know, there they could have been some interesting material there, but I, I think it just didn't feel right to essentially have it almost all resolved by the end of the episode no i agree i think there, there was a real weight to last week that implied it should take him a long time to get over this and yes six episodes left obviously going into this one you can't do it for too long i appreciate that but half an hour of, of the next episode feels like a very short time span G- given what they did I think that they could have made that work. It, it would have been very difficult, as the episode proved, but I think they could have made it work. The way they approached it, it didn't work. Yeah, I, I think that's that's spot on, really. Um, and, yeah, it, it's a shame, I think. It's, um, you know, when, when we talk about this being ground that we've crossed plenty of times, I think if they dragged it out, then it becomes something more than that you know it becomes um it, it becomes more and it it really shows us the impact of last week and it, you know they, they've built up Oliver's role as mayor and stuff like that so it's not like he's only been the green arrow and he'd have nothing else there are potentially other stories they could have gone with so but but yeah i guess we got what we got it it's a shame that they perhaps didn't cash in on this opportunity a bit more um but you know if we if we get a strong end to the season i'm sure i'm sure we'll be reasonably happy with it but at the same time i kind of i kind of feel they did a, a slight disservice to themselves based on what they set out last week it just it, perhaps that's part of it why it's been hard to kind of form an opinion on this episode is it just it perhaps wasn't a fitting bookend to kind of a mini little trilogy of episodes as you know 16 oliver finds out who prometheus is um 17 prometheus breaks him 18 you've kind of got the resolution to that and it just it wasn't the big conclusion that it perhaps should have been yeah i think that's fair as well um look, i mean obviously he's not the green arrow he's, he's not putting that back costume back on yet so there's still hope that they they can flesh this out a little bit more, but I doubt it. Yeah, I've I've, I've not really got high hopes. It's, I mean, it's by no means on the same scale as the stuff they did with Felicity at the end of last season. But um, based on how they handled it here, I'm not really expecting them to do a hell of a lot more with it. No, I'm not either. But. Um... You know what? I, I'm not. I, I'm not particularly concerned. I feel like, yes, they 
definitely should have done more with it here um, and potentially in the future. But we've got five episodes left, so just make the Oliver Prometheus stuff as impactful as it can be. And then this will become just sort of a, a minor uh, criticism of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's that's more than fair, yeah. Um, so we mentioned Anatoly. Next question. Is a throwaway line at the end of the final flashback scene of the episode about how he's concerned how he'll cope without Oliver in Russia, is that enough to establish this Anatoly-Oliver conflict? Bearing in mind also what we know about Oliver and Anatoly's relationship in the present day from the post-island stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say... No, I, I, I don't think it is. I think perhaps if they'd done more work over the flashbacks to um, kind of bring us to that point, then fair enough, I could have bought it. But all the flashbacks have really shown us that, um, well, well, that Oliver probably needs quite serious psychiatric help. Um, well, I could have told you that just on the present day season. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think that's that's been earned for sure. It, it felt that's the sort of line chucked in there to just kind of try and weakly reinforce what they've been doing in the present. It's, you know, you can kind of see through it quite clearly. Yeah, it is. I See, I don't know, because obviously in the flashbacks, they've left it a, a nicely, play, they've left themselves in a nice place. We knew from uh, when he went to Russia in season two that they were in a in a good place. And then... Obviously, earlier this season, he went to Russia again, and that was of concern. But they made it up by the end. And then, obviously, Oliver... Anatoly has reason to be annoyed this week. But I don't know... I don't know that in those two previous inclusions of him in the present day, I don't know that they actually sold the fact that he has become a much more hardened gangster. He's not the same person that Oliver is. I, you know, establishing him as having changed in five years without Oliver, I think that's a good thing. You know, you can't expect him to have gone five years and not changed at all in the same way that Oliver has not not changed in five years. He has he grown in, in some areas to quite a lot, in some areas not so much, but obviously that's a different discussion. But he, he certainly develops as a character. <coughs> Why do I keep coughing in the middle of things? <laughs> but I think with Anatoly, yes, okay, you've got to you've got to show that over these five years he has changed. But I feel like he, you, you've got to do more if you're going to show that he's changed this much. From yes, he's a gangster when we know him. Yes, he he kills people, but he's a nice, fun, lovable guy. And now he absolutely hates Oliver at this point. Yeah, it's it, it's quite quite the swing, really. And um, considering we've we had him pop up in the present day back in the season two, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we we've obviously had a few snippets here. As you say, it's it's obvious he would have changed in that time, but it there just wasn't enough there to kind of justify and earn the end result that we've um, ended up with. And 
I, I do really hope they're not kind of setting him up as a future villain. I, I know in the comics that his KDB beast or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I hope they don't go there. It, it would feel pretty forced at this point. But six episodes ago in the in the present day, he was annoyed at Oliver for the um, uh, the brat of a captain in season two. Yes, but by the end they were drinking, and all, all of Team Arrow were Anatoly's favorite Americans. Okay, they try and interfere with his business on a couple of occasions this episode. Fair enough, be annoyed at that, and be annoyed at Oliver for allowing that to happen. But it's just. I just feel like it was it was as you said at the start contrived to get them fighting and like you say potentially setting them up for um KG Beast is is I believe the correct way to say it um as as a future villain potentially for next season who knows but that seems to be they they certainly seem to have laid the groundwork for that and I don't think that they did a great job no I I don't um and yeah, I I kind of feel, especially after what they're doing this season in terms of a villain with a big personal connection, which don't get me wrong, has been very good. Um, I, I kind of feel just going there again isn't the way to go either. Um, just and as we've kind of said many times, especially with Anatoly, he's such a fun character. It just. It, it just would feel forced, and I'd, I just think it'd be a shame to go there. So despite it looking like that they're setting that up as a potential way to go, um, I, I very much hope that they don't. I mean, part of me just relieved that Oliver didn't kill him, which I did think he was going to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> there, there was kind of a bit of a moment there, and... Um, yeah, that, that really wouldn't have been a good mood. And well, I imagine the mood of this podcast would be quite significantly different had they gone there. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have just been an hour of us going, I can't believe they killed Anatoly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, no, I, I I really don't know with this. I, it, it, Like I said, it, it just felt contrived and forced and... Uh, yeah. I really don't have much more to say about it. Uh, I, I I think probably that that is all there is to say about it. It just it it just didn't work simply. And um, yeah, I, I guess we'll we'll see what they do with it next. But it it just felt unnecessary. It did. Uh, Oliver hiring. Well, the, you know, the whole thing that started all this was obviously Oliver hiring Anatoly and the Bratva to take down uh, Adrian Chase. You know, we talked last week about in, in, in the preview about Dingle being concerned, the lengths that Oliver's going to and the consequences and all of that. Um, I felt like they did a solid job of establishing why Dingle, aside from the fact that Oliver is hiring um, essentially the Russian, Russian mafia to kill someone, um, that that obviously isn't great. But I think the episode did a good job of establishing why Diggle would be completely against this. Yeah, I, I I'd agree. I think um, I I think certainly it, it did it did illustrate very well why why he was against it. And um, 
yeah, I feel I feel it probably from Oliver's, Oliver's perspective, even if there was some ground we've crossed before, this was a little bit different. And um, it, it, I guess it kind of fit in with trying to catch Chase off guard. I think he actually said that to to him himself at some point. They actually tried something and he, he was impressed or words to that effect. Yeah, it was when uh, just after he'd been shot and he was leaving the room, having been told that he's going to get witness protection. Uh, he, he he was impressed that Oliver actually tried something. I was, you know, I, I think that's a fair reaction on his part as well. I think I, I don't know that he would have expected Oliver to do anything at all um, and certainly not to do anything that bold. No, no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I think that was all right. I think I, I think probably this aspect of the episode was okay. To be honest, that was it's probably one of the stronger points. That I, I kind of look at the Anatoly conflict separately, really. Um, but as you say, I think the reasons Diggle was against it was um, well sold. Uh, they were they were pretty convincing and. Um, yeah, that, like the you know some reasonably decent stuff with Chase as well. Yeah, well let's let's talk about him um, very quickly though. Uh, David Ramsey in Deagle having these uh, these qualms about Oliver's methods uh, was pretty great as well, was he not? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's probably one of his um, stronger performances. Well, in fairness to him, I think he's a decent actor and um it's just nice to have him used rather than the, the cardboard cutout that he was in season four so um yeah good, good stuff really he was very good this week you heard it here first folks david ramsey is a better actor than a cardboard cutout <laughs> that's harsh but um but yeah no now that they've given him stuff to do always ideal ramsey can do stuff um pretty well don't make him stand in the background please uh so we mentioned Chase. Wasn't a whole lot of him this week. There was obviously uh, him being at City Hall uh, in a very profound scene. I think this was his first one. Uh, coming into Oliver's office and just giving him the knife and essentially saying, go on, kill me. That that was unexpected. Yeah, it was. And... Um... Yeah, when they had that, I actually had quite high hopes. As I think it was, it's quite a nice sort of um, carry on from what they'd set up last week. Um, would have been interesting had Oliver actually gone for it if he would have just let him kill him or if he would have fought back. Hmm. I mean, I don't. It's it's not a dilemma the writers would have ever thought of because we've still got six episodes left. Yeah, exactly. and, I, and I don't think I don't think because of that. I don't think it, don't think it's a, a dilemma I really thought about. But yeah, this is an interesting point. I do. I mean, yeah. Obviously, Chase has achieved what he wanted to from Oliver. Um, I guess the whole objective now is to just he, you know, he stabbed him. He's twisted the knife a little bit. It's just to twist it as much more as he can before Oliver kills him. So maybe he would have fought back, but at the same time, maybe you think, okay, well, if he kills him standing there, he now goes to prison for having murdered the district attorney um, in, in his own office as the mayor. So he still wins, and obviously it, it, it puts Oliver's condition in, far worse uh, a far worse situation so 
I figure, although he, you know, he, he could have obviously, and he still will, get more mileage out of torturing Oliver now that he's still alive. But wouldn't have been the worst thing for him if he died. No, no, I, I think you're right. He, he yeah, if if he'd killed him there, then as you say, he's, he's still wins and he essentially ruins Oliver forever. Yeah, which is kind of the, you know, that's kind of the objective anyway, but that's a quicker way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, if Oliver had killed him there, aside from the fact that we wouldn't have five more episodes this season, we also wouldn't have got to see Chase kill someone by throwing a pen into their eye, which was unexpectedly brutal. Yeah, that was... That was a hell of a throw, really, to get <laughs> that much force behind it to go through someone's eye. Yeah. But yeah, that was um, quite the scene, and um, capped very nicely with him driving off, drenched in blood, happily whistling to his radio. I would say between that and the uh, the the teaser before the the title card, this episode and certainly you know the bookends of it at the very least did not feel like Arrow. Like there was no way that I watched that final scene and thought, "Yep, this is the end to an episode of Arrow." That that was not nothing like I was thinking. It was more this feels like a, the end to an episode of the following, or like some sort of high um uh, uh can't think of the word but like some sort of real crime drama gritty um sort of hbo style where it would just end like that it, it's just bizarre yeah it's it is well just just with chase at the moment it's a step darker than anything else like like you say it, it really wouldn't be out of place on those sorts of dramas, I, I think basically the, the character of Chase and how they've set him up, he could probably quite easily fit into higher quality. I mean, it, I'd say it's harsh, but you, you know, let's, let's be honest, there are better dramas out there. You can than, say it and not risk insulting the show, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of just the higher quality stuff out there, it, you know, he. He could kind of fit in as a very good villain for all sorts of shows, really. So, um, yeah, it is quite jarring just how different it feels when you get scenes like that. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like an ep- a, a scene from Arrow. It's very unconventional. And although, you know, I'm still thinking about it and, and confused almost, not, you know, it, it's still sitting in my mind and not sitting right at all. But I like that it's trying to do something unconventional, that it's trying to get out of its comfort zone in a sense and do things like this that aren't necessarily arrow-like. Um, that's that's a good move. Yeah, I think I think I think it is. Um, certainly, it's it's just adding that spark. I mean, you know, the the last two big bads have really kind of well Razogul never really got started and despite a reasonably decent start from Damien Dark last year he well he was pretty rubbish in the end um, whereas I think Chase has just been an injection of much needed life into the show he obviously very dark life but um that's, that's certainly not a bad thing and you know it 
it I guess it just goes to show the show can still surprise you in good albeit morbid ways. Yeah, that is a good thing. Um now that everyone knows Chase's secret, what does he do now? Yeah, it's it's a good question. Um I mean he can't he can't go to work now despite the fact that he takes his job very seriously. <laughs> um I, I guess we'll probably see more of him in Prometheus gear from here because um, I'm thinking about that the other day that we haven't got all that many appearances of Chase actually as Prometheus. So um, I, I'd probably say they'll ramp up as the season ends as that's all he's got now. And I, I guess Talia as well could factor into it and she's should probably have some place he can take refuge yeah well i mean i think he he's he, he obviously had that cage uh he kept oliver, oliver in last week so i imagine he's got plenty of places that he can hide out um but yeah it'd be interesting to see how he takes things from now because obviously most of his his plan so far has been predicated on the fact that he can be oliver's friend and colleague and get to him and then suddenly Oh look, I'm the guy that's been trying to kill you, or not kill you, but um, trying to ruin your life for the last six months. Part of his plan is completely predicated on that. So, seeing him, like you said, be more as Prometheus rather than Adrian Chase as Prometheus um, will be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, he he has added a very morbid side to the show, and that's that's great. It's it's nice that Arrow is being dark again. Um, so, looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, fair, fair play to them. They did, did kind of say they were taking the show back to its roots this year. And, um, well, they've, they've certainly done that on the darker side of things. Indeed. Uh, so, the Felicity side. Uh, we, we've obviously kind of been a little bit sceptical about where they're going with her and Helix. Um, how are we feeling about it now? Um... It, it it kind of feels as if bit by bit it, it's slowly coming to a head. Um, I I don't find it. I'm still not that compelled by it, and you know, I'll be harsh. I think one of the issues I perhaps have is just I I kind of struggle to take Helix in itself that seriously. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see it open up a bit, but. Essentially, the one that seems kind of the leader is basically a caricature of Felicity. Um, and <laughs> the way I'd kind of describe Helix at this point is very CW. Yeah, I think that is about the only way you can describe it. Um, Kojo, I believe her name is, uh, which I did have to look up, having said for many weeks just that woman that works at helix um <laughs> i i would agree you know she is very much just felicity but kind of i don't want to say evil but evil i guess yeah. um or uh, at the very least working much more outside the law than felicity ever does um and she works outside the law quite a bit uh but yeah it's just i don't know i quite liked this week um, sort of the stuff that Felicity got to do. At the same time, I do wonder, because obviously Helix, 
you know, they they wanted her to do stuff uh, in 15 or 16. Um, you know, they wanted her to hack that satellite, help them. And then they, at this point, she now seems to just work at Helix as if she works uh, in the Arrow Cave and can just sort of do her own thing, find Prometheus, find his tech, try, you know, try and uncover who he is. I felt like a little bit like this episode was very lenient in letting her do that. Yeah, I I think I'd agree with that. Um, it it yeah yeah it it certainly was, and um, it's it's probably half the half the issue there with that storyline is it just I guess this week especially it just kind of felt felt like we'd suddenly taken quite the leap with it, and it suddenly got to this point. Um, and yeah, it's it's just. When you're when you're not really, I, I kind of don't really feel we're seeing the greatest development with this storyline, and um, when the whole idea of Helix aren't, you know, it's it's not especially interesting to begin with. Um, if if the storyline to get there isn't, it doesn't really feel that fleshed out and isn't really all that engaging, then you're gonna struggle. But you know, there, there's still time and. Looking ahead, it does seem as if it's going to come to come to a head soon. So, you know, hopefully they nail that episode, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how they wrap it all up. Um, I don't think there's been anything particularly bad about it. And I think, this, you know, I'm th- pretty sure I've been saying this every time, that it's nothing particularly bad. It's just not really very standout. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's spot on. Um, I did, however, I I kind of like the uh, the break-in scene with her and Curtis. Yeah, no, I I did quite like that actually. Um, what else was there this week? We we kind of briefly went over the flashbacks. Um, Oliver actually has a brain. He he's actually thinking. <laughs> I know it. It took. We finally at that point. It it took us quite some time, but yeah, there we go. Well, you say that, but we know that in the future, from where that is, he loses the ability to think and to think rationally and to actually plan ahead. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> so, but what happened, Oliver? What you know, you you had the foresight to think. Hang on a minute, I can't just go back from Russia and say, yeah, I'm I'm alive. He's actually got to go to the island and make it seem like he's been there for five years because that's so much easier to explain than he spent two years on an island, then went to Hong Kong having been kidnapped by Argus, uh, stopped a whatever attack it was in season three, I can't even remember, um, then went back to the island for a year and fought uh, demons and people with crazy powers and had spent most of a year trying to salvage this rock and then I went to Russia and became a gangster yeah it's um yeah it's it's understandable and you know I I guess we have some sort of explanation now as to how he gets the hobo beard that we saw him with in the pilot do we I'm I'm suspecting it's going to be fake at this point 
hmm. But did the pilot not have him shape? Did they maybe skip over that? I'm not sure. It's, it's been quite some time since I've watched that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was that was going to be my next question: is is how long, how many, how much time is going to pass for him to grow that beard? Because um, I feel like not enough time is left for him to be able to grow that beard. So, okay, if he has a fake beard, surely someone's got to notice that. Yeah, that, that is true. Actually, um, I, I think we've kind of said in the past that certainly at this point it's not quite at the five-year point yet um, due to, I, I mean, the season four flashbacks felt about a couple of months at the very least. Well, I'm no, not, at the very most even. Um, I'm not sure that season five has felt that much longer. No, I, th I think you're probably right. Um, to, to be honest, I think from all of the five seasons, you could probably make a case that they've passed two and a half years at most. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's probably fair. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess, well, well, we'll find out soon. I mean, d judging by 17, you'd suspect that Kovar is probably going to pop up again in some shape or way, so he's probably not quite off to the island just yet. But when's he going to grow his beard, Corey? That, that, that is the question. I'm sure everybody out there is wondering. Yeah, and, and I don't think that's even a facetious everybody out there is wondering this uh very small unimportant point this is kind of important yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I i don't know it's maybe in maybe in that cave um where writer found all of his magic maybe there is a secret spell that allows you to grow beards really quickly well yeah you, you never know i've I, I suppose that at least the beard would be authentic rather than a fake one. Yeah, there is that that, that would be successful in that regard. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do that, but at least Oliver is thinking and thinking that he needs to go back to the island. So explanation for that is ticked off. Yep, yep, that, that is true, yep. And that's about all the flashbacks. I, I was going to say that's all the flashbacks achieved. It's all the flashbacks really tried to achieve. So, good, yeah, good yeah. job, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's yeah. You'd, you'd say so. They did what they set out to do. So, yeah, fair play. Yeah, not not the highest of ambitions, but they did it nonetheless. Um, yeah. So, was was there anything else that you thought particularly notable? Um, not not especially. I, I, we've probably dissected the big points now, I'd say. All right. Well, let's talk about next week's episode then, um, which will not be airing next week. So the CW are taking a few weeks uh, break from Arrow, and it will be returning in the US on the uh, 26th of April, which means that we will probably get it on the 4th of May, uh, Star Wars Day. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll probably get it on that day, assuming that Sky One don't decide they want to air it uh, the next night um, over here, in which case it'll obviously be the 27th of April. Um, but yeah, so expecting it to return in a couple of weeks, but we're, we're going to get some content, obviously, uh, promoting the episode in advance. 
Um, but the press release for the episode, uh, it's called Dangerous Liaisons. The search for Chase intensifies. Oliver, Team Arrow, Argus, and the SCPD kick off a citywide manhunt for Adrian Chase. Helix tells Felicity they have a way to find Chase, but they will need something big and illegal from her in return. So let's, you know, obviously the Felicity stuff is going to tie into the search for Chase, um, but come to that in a second. Oliver, Team Arrow, Argus, and the SCPD. That is quite the operation. Yeah, it, it is. It's um, stacking up, and yeah, you, you, you'd probably say it's it makes sense as well. I think um, you've you got considering who he is and what he's done. Then yeah, you'd probably have them working in tandem with one another. Yeah, it makes sense to bring them all in. Um, obviously, Argus, the connection with. Uh... With Lila, who I can't remember the last time we saw. Um, but yeah, it should be a nice little, not team up, but a nice little sort of four-way manhunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I that's probably the way it's going to go. And then Felicity, okay, so she's got to provide something big and illegal, as it's described here, um, in order for Helix to help them find Chase. Well, first of all, we kind of need to remember that pretty much everything Felicity does is illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so them specifying that what she needs to do is illegal doesn't really say a whole lot because everything she does when she hacks is illegal. Like she hacks into secure government um, servers and that's very illegal. So that doesn't tell us anything. No, it 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 doesn't really. Um, yeah, I I'm not especially sure what that's going to be, but I suppose at, at the very least, it the, the way they kind of put it across in the press release, it it probably suggests that. Well, I I think it's actually been said before that this is kind of um, Team Arrow versus Team Felicity, essentially this episode, which. On, on the one hand, it's good to see the Helix stuff coming to a head. On the other, I I can't really say I'm overly interested in the prospect of that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping that we don't get into a situation where everything could have been avoided if she just sort of opened up to everyone about what she was doing. I, I'd like to hope that we don't get to that point. I fear that we will, but would be nice if we don't um but yeah i i don't know i think a confrontation between them uh, team arrow and her uh, as part of helix could be interesting it's just a case of the way they've handled her so far hasn't been particularly interesting it's been it's been fine as we've been saying but it's not been anything particularly standout and so if you're going to do this you've got to get it right and it's just whether or not they can do that yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if, if there's a t time to get it right, it, it would be this one. And, um, you know, I think for this, he, he, well, she's certainly been my least favorite character last couple seasons, but um, she's, she's been a bit more solid this year. 
it's been really good to see her have her own storyline. So, um, yeah, hopefully they can bring that to a decent conclusion and I guess conclude it in a way that's going to affect her going forwards as well and, you know, to actually develop her as a character. Yeah, I, I would imagine that would be the end goal. Um, but it is very much just a case of whether they can do that. Um, it is nice, though, that, you know, we obviously just talked about she seems to be able to just work, this episode at least, she was help trying to find Prometheus, and Helix didn't really want anything. At least they're saying, you got to do this for us and we'll help you. So they, they, they're incorporating that, which is nice. Yeah, yeah very true. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think I think that's it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. It's just, just a wait and see. Um, but yeah, almost uh, almost really to the end point of the season now. So um, yeah, hopefully we've got a good few weeks ahead. Hopefully things do not implode as they did in the previous two years. Indeed, I'm, I'm kind of... I've, I've got more faith at this point, but at the same time I'm, I'm not, not really going to relax until we see it play out. <laughs> Till those till those credits roll on the finale and you go, whew, we, we survived, you will not be sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for this time then. Um, we will obviously keep uh, people apprised on when the show is coming back uh, once we know specifically. Um, we, we, get that, we get that date confirmed hopefully soon. Um, we'll put that up. Um, but until next time, hopefully everyone's enjoyed this podcast and we will see you next time.